Good morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm AWOD here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Capitol L House. I'm Adam Epstein, and I'm storming the bar like I'm Wake Forest basketball, just reckless here on a Monday, February 26th. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. We'll talk college hoops. March is literally right around the corner. Next weekend, we begin our bracketology talk, which universities from the state of Virginia will be dancing come March. We'll be joined by Joe Bamisil at 12.30. Following the VCU homecoming victory, a second-half surge, Joe Bamisil joined us for an exclusive conversation. We're going to air that today at 12.30. Rick Snyder, Mr. Snyder, Sergeant Snyder in the AWOD Army, will join us at 2.30. As he has a really good article uh, that has been going around the DMV on 106.7 The Fan, thefandc.com, where he claims that Ted Leonsis is the new villain in D.C. sports ownership. Matt Shelton-Eyde of Ram Nation will join us at 2 p.m. And on the Richmond Commander, we'll give you the latest with the Commander's offseason as you don't really want to hear what Merrill Hodge had to say about Caleb Williams, believed, I think he said, a fourth-round talent. And Drake May, he says, shouldn't even go in the first round. It's that time of the year where you got hot takes flying around from NFL insiders about which quarterback should go number one overall. But you guys know how we like to start the show every day, by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world with the Sports app. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, 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 are you serious? We begin in the NFL. The deadline for teams to use the franchise or transition tag is March 5th. So be on the lookout. I don't think the commanders will use the franchise tag, but all your other favorite teams will in the NFL, and that includes the Cincinnati Bengals, who placed a franchise tag on wide receiver T. Higgins. The move positions the Bengals to retain Higgins for at least one more season. He will be restricted to a one-year deal with the club worth $21.816 million. Of course, he was a second-round draft pick in 2020. He was set to enter free agency after his rookie contract expired. In four seasons, he's caught 257 passes for three 1,684 yards and 24 touchdowns. I think it's a great move for the Bengals. He's a stud. They keep that young trio of Joe Burrow at quarterback and wide receiver Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I think they can make a push for another AFC title game or a Super Bowl when Joe Burrow is healthy. Russell Wilson seeks two titles with the Broncos or wherever he is wanted. He joined Brandon Marshall, the former Denver Broncos wide receiver, for his I Am Athlete podcast. It was an 84-minute conversation in which Wilson revealed that he's got more fire than ever. He said, quote, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I hope it's in Denver. I hope to get to finish there. I'm committed there. I want to be there. I want to be there. But he said, for me, it's about winning. Over the next two years, I want to win two Super Bowls. I want to feel the feel the chill of that trophy once again. I'm here to say, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. Uh, you might feel you know the chill of a, a cold glass with some ice water, but I don't think you're going to touch another Lombardi trophy before the end of your career. Video also saw 
Cam Newton getting into a fight at a youth football event. Uh, that video went viral over the weekend. That's why I'm bringing it up here on the sports app. I just think that's so crazy. All right, so the video is less than 30 seconds before the altercation is broken, broken up by a police officer and event security. But you can see Newton is wearing one of his custom-made hats, and he's shoved by three people near the top of the steps. Now, I'm just coming back from Radio Row in Vegas, and I saw Cam Newton there. He is one of the largest human beings I've ever seen. It's crazy to think that somebody tried to fight Cam Newton. Check out the video if you haven't seen it. Lastly in the NFL, Richard Sherman, who is a former NFL star and a current broadcaster, was arrested this weekend, suspected of a DUI. Uh, in a probable cause statement, a trooper of the Washington State Patrol uh, assisted in the traffic stop and noted odor of intoxicants while speaking to Richard Sermon. So we'll find out what happens. He's expected to have court this morning. Let's move over to College Hoops here on the Sports app. As there is a big developing story out of Virginia Beach, Old Dominion will announce the retirement of Jeff Jones today. Per release, it should come out anywhere after 12 noon. 506, 560 career wins. 203 of them at ODU. The 11-year ODU men's basketball coach has been battling a pair of health issues. Will announce his retirement later today. Um, it, it is really interesting how he's had an unbelievable career. Didn't end great. This is a guy that started at UVA as a point guard and, and led them to a lot of success. Then was a head coach and went 203 and 131 at ODU after 13 seasons at American University and 8 at UVA. This all kind of came quickly this year on December 30th while the Monarchs were playing in a tournament in Hawaii. At 63 years old, Jeff Jones suffered a heart attack at the team hotel. He was later treated and needed to resume treatment for prostate cancer as well. That was a condition that was first discovered in 2015. Uh, it's, it's a sad story, one, to see how far this ODU program has fallen in, in basketball in a big way and two to see Jeff Jones's career come to an end uh, like this most likely because of the health issues now I will say this has not been a good year for ODU 7 and 22 and 3 and 13 in the Sun Belt Conference but Jones deserves some credit he remains the winningest head coach in American University history and as the youngest head coach in ACC history he took UVA to six postseason appearance in eight years. Uh, so the plan for ODU to turn that program around quickly, you got some good hoopers in Norfolk, got to recruit local, keep them from transferring, keep them in the program, develop them, and have a good coach that will be here for a long time. Other news in college basketball, VCU wins the homecoming game thanks to a dominant second half performance. They started on 11-0 run. St. Joe's gets a basket. They continue that run. It was 16-2, and you look up the scoreboard, they went from down six to up eight. Joe Bamisil and Toby Lawal led the way with 16 points each. Toby should be on SportsCenter for almost hitting his head on the rim. Joe Bamisil, who had 16 points, will join us for an exclusive interview at 12.30. Thanks to the Black Gold Fan Podcast, Chris Mason, for recording that interview. Iowa's Caitlin Clark on the women's side of things. So they had a loss the other night. She bounces back and gets her 16th triple-double as she just nears more and more records. Caitlin Clark is now just 51 points away from passing LSU's Pete Maravich. Pistol Pete's NCAA Division I men's record 
3,667 points. He played from 1967 to 1970. One of my favorite players. Obviously, I wasn't alive back then, but there's some really good documentaries about Pistol Pete, who played for his father and was just such a tremendous scorer and passer. He could do it all. It's crazy to think that here we are almost 60 years later. His record that seemed unbeatable will be passed later this year by Caitlin Clark. Let's move over to the NBA. So there was a brawl in the NBA this weekend in the game between the Miami Heat and the New Orleans Pelicans. Five players for their roles in that fight were suspended. That includes Miami Heat forward Jimmy Butler, New Orleans Pelicans forward Najee Marshall, Pelicans guard Jose Alvarado, and Heat center Thomas Bryant, who started his career in Washington with the Wizards. They were suspended for three games. Miami forward Nikola Jovic was also suspended for one game for leaving the bench. If you missed it, the altercation started because forward Zion Williamson stole the ball from Butler and went for a layup. Heat forward Kevin Love wrapped up Williamson going for a foul there. He told reporters he meant to rep- protect Zion from falling. Uh, this was about the 11-minute mark of the fourth quarter. I saw the replay. It's so stupid. Uh, it's just, what are we doing here? Why are you fighting with each other in the middle of a game like that? The NBA is just, it's terrible right now. And, you know, they need to do something about the All-Star game. And we talked about this last week. The All-Star game is broken because the regular season is broken. Because who wants to watch a basketball game where it's 150 to 146? And a basketball game where a team has a 20-point lead in the first quarter, and then they're down by 15 in the fourth quarter. There's just too many swings, and a a lot of that has to do with the three-point line. Nobody wants to go to the basket anymore. In fact, there was a video from a game the other over the weekend in the NBA in which a center caught the ball under the hoop. Instead of going up for a dunk and getting two points, he tried to throw the ball out to the three-point line. Nobody was standing there. He threw the ball to the bench, turnover. That's the kind of dumb thinking that you have in the NBA right now. That's why I'm hooked on college hoops. Monday through Sunday. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. Let's close out here with a little soccer on the sports app. So we talked about this last week. The Apple Sports app is really cool. The Apple Score app uh, shows you all the scores from your favorite teams and your favorite leagues, and they've been promoting the MLS. Well, that's because Apple TV has a deal with Lionel Messi, who's playing in the MLS. You can only watch those games and Lionel Messi on Apple TV+. Well, they had a game over the weekend against the LA Galaxy. Galaxy had the lead for 90 minutes. But let's take a listen to some Messi magic. Here's the call on Apple TV+. Plus. Messi, Jordi Alba, back to Messi. Jordi Alba, cuts it across, Messi! Messi Magic scores in the 94th minute to get a draw for his team, Miami, Inter-Miami against the LA Galaxy. Uh, last thing I'll mention, I talked about it on game day, Liverpool against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup. Virgil van Dijk in the 118th minute scores to give Liverpool a lead, and they win 1-0 over Chelsea. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. 
You know, that was the voice of Will Compton during the break there. I just saw Barstool Sports post that they're going to do a combine, and Will Compton will be participating as the NFL draft combine is today through March 4th. Uh, we'll bring in Michael Phillips here for a little crosstalk. If we did a 9-10, the fan Odyssey Richmond combine, who do you think would be the winner? What I know is one of us has definitely done 35 consecutive push-ups, and one of us claims oh. he could do it easily, oh. but has never backed that talk up with action. That's a good point there, and you, I will never have to back that talk up with action as long as you keep taking bets with me and losing them. So You, you know, you know. I, I'll say this. I'm, I'm out on the running events. Um, I've probably got Stubb <laughs> as the early leader in the running events um, if, if, I'm, if I'm scanning the whole scene here. Um, it feels like he's the fastest of all of us. We've got a field in the backyard. We could, you know, bring out a tape measure, line it up, do the 40-yard dash. Um, I I think I could give give Stubb a run for his money here. It, I it, mean, he is not. a big guy, but he is a big awkward guy. All right? I think he might trip over his own feet. So to clarify what's happened here, uh, you've been ragging me on push-ups, and now you're ragging Stubb on running, uh, this despite the fact you seem to have no interest in backing up any of this talk at any point. We're sports radio hosts. This is what we do. We brag about <laughs> our athletic achievements and then never really try to back it up. You know, we're all the talk. How about three-legged race, uh, you and Stubb against me and JC? How do you do the three-legged race? I don't remember that bit. You don't remember that from, like, field day no. in elementary is that, school? Is that like where you're – are you hopping? or what Am you I doing? the only person who did that? Stubb, do you know what the three-legged race is? Of course I know the three-legged I did, race. I did the – where you put yourself in a big bag and you hop around. I did the sack race, <laughs> right? I know that one. What is the three-legged race? Did you just not find a partner who wanted to get in the sack with you? Is that what happened? <laughs> Wait, you team up in the sack? I've never heard of that one. <laughs> you each put one leg in the sack. See, the, oh, that's no, the third no. leg, and then you have one. No, that's one, not how oh, I've done it. Sack I'm, involved. <laughs> <laughs> you, you tie him <laughs> Yeah, you tie him You tie him up. You tie him up, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about two different competitions. Both of them, I would smoke the competition, especially <laughs> at nine ten. The fan, <laughs> believe me. The only guy in the building that I'm worried about is the voice of God, Zach McHugh, because I feel like that in a past life he was a pro athlete. I just I th you look at his body structure, and I'm like, man, that guy should have been making money in Europe somehow. I'll say this: <laughs> if we had a combine event of who could talk the most smack without ever backing it up in any <laughs> tangible way, I like your chances. I think you're an early favorite. <laughs> There we go. I like that. All right. Um, so let's get to the big game yesterday. Or should we start with the lead story, Michael, which was the big spoons provided by uh, the food that was there. Who? What was the name of that? Roots. Sure, love I love the food at Roots. All right. Yeah. Let's, it's really great. Let's start with this. I love Roots. I go to Roots all the time. Um, and we've okay. had Papa John's Pizza before all the VCU basketball games. And look, nobody's pointing fingers, but there are people, and not you, not me, there are people who eat and hoard the Papa John's Pizza pizza before hardworking yeah. media members like us can get can get in there because we have a you've got your pregame show we've got t stuff to tend to by the time we get in there the pizza's gone now they made a switch a couple weeks ago they they now have roots bring you know big salads and bowls in which is great because the kind of people who want to eat nine slices of pizza won't touch a roots bowl so it's perfect <laughs> the roots bowl is good and those people can go across the street and, and get pizza or whatever they want but what what happened with the, with the silverware situation, Adam? I See, uh, what I believe happened is they delivered the food and probably, you know, VCU Athletics' Chris Kowalczyk said, where are the spoons? And they said, 
we thought you were providing the spoons. So I'm guessing they went back to their car and they grabbed the serving spoons and put about 20 of them in a bag, and we caught Zach Joaquin eating out of uh, what is this, like a chili spoon. Like, we, all, we all had to eat out of chili for people. We all <laughs> had to eat out of the serving spoon. The serving spoon was presented to us as the eating spoon. So the spoon we ate out of was as big as the bowl itself. Yeah, but I, I didn't think it was a real thing until I saw Zach doing it. That like that's what threw me off. Is Zach was just eating like with that spoon like it was a normal Tuesday. You I'll, know? I'll say this: you and I we're sports radio slobs. Like you don't have to own yeah. it, but I'll own it. Zach like Zach always looks good at these games. Like he's dressed up. He's kind of he's like he's a little too too dignified for for the proceedings that are <laughs> VCU basketball. But to yeah. to see him eating out of the big spoon, it was a bit more jarring. Like I'm the like I mean I'll eat ice cream out of the ice cream scooper because I'm late. Right, like yeah, we're sports radio slobs. But when Zach ate out of the big spoon, it became a thing for sure. Well, and then he watched the entire second half with feta cheese on his chin. He didn't notice. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait a second. Down his mouth a little bit. Wait a second. <laughs> Who was sitting next to him? <laughs> I was. I, I thought you were Richmond's best wingman. What happened here? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what? You like, there, there's a bit, and sometimes you just have to let it play out. And, and like, <laughs> like, like you and Grant Polson in Vegas, I sniffed the bit. I just said, you know what? I'm going to let that feta cheese hang on his chin. I thought, you know what? I was like, I think, you know, the feta cheese on his chin is why Toby Lawal's chin is hitting the rim when he's dunking the ball. I, I, I didn't I, want to get I, rid of it. I thought you were going to say maybe you were superstitious, like he had the feta on his cheese. They went on a 16 2 run. All of a sudden, now he's got to put Feta on his on his chin every game. Well, we did say during the second half after St. Joe's kind of came back a little bit, we said if they tie the game, we're both going back to the room and eating the big spoons again because that's <laughs> what led to the 11-0 run to start of the second <laughs> half. It had nothing to do with Coach Odom's halftime speech. It was the big spoons that were served it, at the media room. It's big yeah. spoon season. Spread the word. It's uh, big spoon, big spoons everywhere. Absolutely. So uh, we've got to get to some uh, nine ten the fan Odyssey Richmond stuff here. So number one, uh, Michael, we still need to give JC his championship gift card. He has not collected it yet. Uh, does he know that he won the gift card to River City Roll for the Super Bowl? Uh, we've not discussed it. Uh, it, it does yeah. Stubb, does he know he is the winner? Because, Stubb, you were the official administrator of the contest. I don't think I ever sent out the announcement email of the winner. <laughs> that, that one might have been on me. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't come. You know, I'm surprised that he didn't say, oh, the Chiefs won. That means I, I'm guaranteed to win the money, you know? Um, so what, what's he get? What, what's the price? He gets a $25 River City Roll gift card. Now, All right. we give one to Jeff Wicker as well, but Rick uh, Rick from the sales team is actually going to have to serve as an intern for the day on AWOD Radio, and I'm thinking we should make that this Wednesday. Michael, what do you think we should have Rick do? You're, you're sitting in the studio right now while I'm at Capitol Ale House. You can see it's dusty. You can see it's dirty. What should we make him do? I have, I have uh, stunning news for you. Uh, the yeah. studio was deep cleaned over the weekend. Uh, no way. According to no less an authority than, than Michael Clifford. Um, uh -huh. uh, on the other hand, it's still dirty in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 did they really deep clean this studio, or did they deep clean, you know, the one that makes the big bucks, WRVA? Now I you, feel like that studio, you know, you could probably eat off the floor today. Oh, it's so clean you could eat off the floor in the WRVA studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, AWOD, AWOD intern for the day. Now, when's, is Wednesday AWOD goes back to school day? Oh, 
Darn it, you're right. Well, you're he right. could be he could to... be the intern in the quad. He could go he could go talk to people for you or he, something. He could, yeah, yeah. And, and he uh, could be a, a DJ on site too. Can, can we get some I kind of costume? I to do it in studio. Oh, I was gonna say, can we get some kind of costume for him to wear on site? Oh, that'd be that'd be pretty good. I just I, I just have an image of him constantly going to get us coffee. I want him I really want him to like pamper Stubb. Just take care of all of Stubb's needs. Right? Whatever Stubb needs for like that, that day, he needs to take care of it. Right, Stubb? Uh, yes, I think that's a great idea. A wants taking care of his guy. I like it. That's a good, you yeah. know, he's 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 spreading the love here. Uh that, Believe that, me, I will I'm gonna destroy Stubb at uh what is it, twelve forty five. Uh but <laughs> right now I'm team stub, very much team stub. Uh J- just and to he's be- also going just to be clear, yeah. uh, the the opening line on Stub versus you in a hundred yard race, it, it's it's Stub like minus seven thousand right now. <laughs> you want to put a dollar on that, Michael? That'd be seven hundred coming my way. <laughs> uh, so we are doing uh, another nine ten the fan competition beginning this Wednesday. It is the forty sixth season of Survivor. I believe it's the greatest reality show that's ever existed. If I ever leave this job, it would be to compete on the show or to take over for Jeff Prost, and so because of that, I'm starting a Survivor Survivor pool. Stubb is all in. Rick is in. Gary Hess is in. Is Michael Phillips interested? All right. Do I have to pay to enter? No. Okay, because here's the thing. I don't watch Survivor. If this is something where, like, I can pick from a multiple choice list of options. I look forward to winning because this this will be my sweet revenge for every year when I, a person who knows about college basketball, loses the March Madness pool to to <laughs> to you know Joe in accounting who's never watched a game in his life. I plan on this being my revenge. I will win the Survivor pool despite not knowing a thing about Survivor or ever watching it. I'm in. Are you saying that we cannot convince you to take an hour out of your day once a week? To watch the greatest reality show on the planet. Um, have you ever have you seen the traitors? Everybody's raving about the traitors. Yeah, I hate watch- the traitors. No, so bad. <laughs> because here's why the traitors is so bad. It's because it's a show inside of a show. Survivor picks people that are random. The traitors picked people that were already on Survivor or already on another reality show. We had to see Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son together. It, it, it's so boring. Who wants to watch that? I, the I don't, is terrible. I don't know if I want to. I I will commit to watching one one episode of Survivor this season. You tell me. You tell me when you're firing your bullet, and I will watch that week's episode of Survivor. If I deem it sufficiently entertaining, I will return for more episodes on my own. But I will commit right like now. It. You can tell right. me on air. Uh, I want you. I want you this Wednesday, February. I want you for the premiere. The all right. Opener. So you're all in. All right. This. Wednesday, uh, now, season 46, and we will be discussing it Fridays at 1245 because we want to give people a full 24 hours to catch it on Thursday night. I'm going to need that because Wednesday we're at the stew, so I'm going to need to watch it on, on Thursday. I've got an early show. Yep. I, can't, I can't wake up any earlier than this to, to watch Survivor. <laughs> i got to draw the line somewhere. There we go. Michael Phillips is in on the bed. Stubb, get us excited. <laughs> what, are, what are you looking forward to most with this Survivor Survivor pool? I mean, I, I'm excited to win. I think I have a pretty good concept of, of editing in a way that that the show does their editing to oh, promote who's oh, going like to that. win. I like that. So oh, I think I have a pretty gosh. good advantage he, on this. He brought this up last season, Michael, and he said, look, this guy's getting – Caleb's getting the, the winner's no, edit. And that. then Caleb was voted out, like, you know, number six. <laughs> it, 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 
I mean, just the king of running his mouth today. I don't know what got into him. Like every, every other minute, something's going on here. This, this is a world. Even by AWOD standards, he's AWODing at an exceptionally high rate today. His AWOD per 60 is off the charts right now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I'm here till 3 p.m. And I'm back tomorrow at 12 noon. You're listening to AWOD here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Capitol Ale House here in Innsbruck as there's a really good lunch crowd today, and this place is smelling terrific. I, I don't know if somebody got the shrimp or somebody got the pasta, the andouille sausage that I've had before, but it smells so good I'm distracted right now, Stub, trying to do this show. Should mention Lady Hokies were featured in ESPN Game Day this Sunday and got a big win. They are now top five in the country. AP top 25 Hokies number five. And that was your pick for game day, right, Stubb? Yeah, it to was. have checked that game out. Elizabeth Kitley, I think she had 32 points. She had 34. And it was it was wow. a fantastic game from her and Amor. Just as, yeah. as one would expect, but it was a great way to finish out uh, her season or her, her last game at uh, the Castle. I love that. Yep, and uh, conference tournaments are right around the corner. We'll discuss men's and women's hoops in the state of Virginia coming up on University Drive today at 1.15. But I wanted to talk a little VCU hoops right here on Inside the Ramhorns. Inside the Ramhorns is always presented by the Red Door Guys. VCU wins on homecoming day on Sunday as Toby Lawall and Joe Bamisil spur a VCU second-half surge. I mean, that was the story right there. Toby Lawall off of the bench, career-high 16 points. Joe Bamisil off of the bench, 16 points. And late-game heroics as VCU overcame a poor first-half shooting to take down St. Joseph's on homecoming Sunday. This is now two games in a row where the Rams have started slow, but unlike the UMass game, they were able to turn it around. Senior guard Max Sholga had 12 points, dishing out five assists and six rebounds. He does it all. Sean Barristow hit a three in the second half. That was part of the 11-0 run. That was huge. He ended up with nine points, six assists. Um, so it was just a, a great game um, by the Rams. Eric Reynolds deserves a ton of credit uh, for St. Joe's. He is going to be in the NBA. I think Xavier Brown will as well. He was the freshman, talented freshman. They both finished with 21 points each. Reynolds was 6-for-6 six six at one point in the second half as him and Joe Bamisil were just trading buckets. Uh, but the Rams were just too powerful, and they executed great. And, you know, Coach Odom talked about that after the game in his press conference where it came down to execution. And there were three times off of a timeout or off of a stoppage in play where the Rams ran a play and got an easy bucket. And the one that he pointed to in the post game was terrific. It was after a timeout when St. Joseph's was going on a run they set up a simple pick and roll with Max Solga and Toby Lawall. Max goes around the screen, throws the alley-oop to Toby Lawall with a monster jam, and that was part of a 18-9 run that VCU had there in the second half to really extend the lead and end up with the win 73-69 in front of a sellout crowd at the Stuart Siegel Center. Rams now move to 18-9 and 10-4 in the Atlantic 10. They're inching closer to 
wrapping up that double bye, finishing top four in the Atlantic 10. So next up, another game at the Seagull Center this Wednesday, February 28th at 6.30 p.m. So it's an early tip. We got 5.45 pregame coverage from the Seagull Center. But that's also going to be our AWOD Goes Back to School Day. So we're going to have awesome interviews throughout the day with Robbie Robinson, Rodney Ashby, uh, band director Ryan Capacci told me he's going to stop by. As we're going to make some noise doing a whole Inside the Ram Horn show from the Student Commons. AWOD goes back to school this Wednesday, February 28th at 6.30 ahead of the VCU game against Rhode Island. As the Rams improve to 7-0 and all-time at the Siegel Center against St. Joseph's, they've won now six in a row in the series, a streak that takes back to 2017-2018 season. Shoga after having a decent game with 12 points, is just nine points shy of 1,000 for his career. I thought it was funny. One of the uh, student media at VCU asked Max, does he think about that? Does he know about his accomplishments? He said no. But now that you mentioned it, I'm going to have my eye on the next nine points so he can get to 1,000 for his career. But the story of the game was Toby Lawal and Joe Bamisil. If you missed it, Michael Phillips chatted with Toby. After the game, you can rewind on the Odyssey app to 10:15. Here's my conversation, exclusive Black and Gold podcast interview with Joe Bamisil right now on the Fan. All right, Adam Epstein here, post game 9:10, the Fan, joined by Joe Bamisil. Great game, Joe. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm thankful to God that we won. And absolutely, it was a turnaround in the second half. I mean, kind of talked about there at the press conference. What did Coach talk about at the halftime to get you guys going? We knew that we were getting uh, shots we want. Uh, we knew we were guarding them really well, and we knew that if we kept just doing the same thing, eventually those shots would fall, and eventually like, they wouldn't be able to stand one of our offensive runs, and that's kind of exactly what happened. Was he able to say it you know, that calm, or were people pissed off at half? No, no, no. He was, he was very calm. If that's one thing I really like about Coach, he keeps the same demeanor, um, and that I think gives confidence to us like not to overreact to circumstances we're not ready for. And you were red hot in the second half. I mean, what did it feel like to be in that zone? Um, it's hard to uh, put into words. Uh, I would just say the best way to describe it is I just knew, like, if I shot it, it was going in. Um, but this is the best I can explain it. Like, when you're, when you're playing like that, you make it look easy. Does it feel like, oh, this is easy? 100%. Like, <laughs> whenever... Um, like I, I'm just so thankful to God that I can get in that place where I have no worries, I have no thoughts. It's just semi like just playing basketball, and I don't really feel much. In the second half, there towards the stretch run, it felt like you and Eric Reynolds were trading buckets. I mean, what do you think was the difference to be able to pull away? Um, I think a huge thing about our team is we have a lot of guys. It's not just me, um, and no disrespect to their team. I, but uh, we have Max, we have Sean, we have Toby, Jaynell, Zeb, so many guys who impact the game in so many ways. If I m- didn't mention someone, I apologize to them in advance. But our team is just so deep that we don't depend on me scoring. But when I do, it's an extra boost. Team was 1 of 10 in the first half, completely turned it around. What do you think changed? Um, like I said, like shots we like taking, we took. And in the first half, it didn't go down. It's kind of... You live and die by the three, unfortunately, and in the second half, they're going down. So, like I said, I'm just grateful to God that we could turn it around and pull the game out. How does it feel to start the season ineligible, and now here we are, homecoming night, you're one of the leading scorers? Um, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm very thankful to God I got through the opportunity. Like, without 
Um, without my faith, I don't know if I would have been able to get through those first few um, 10 games of not playing. And I think now, like having to sit out, I, I have this new appreciation and this new thankfulness to God that allows me to go out and have joy, you know. So more than anything, I just want to continue to show my joy I get from God through the way I play. And I'm so thankful to be in the position I'm in. I want to give you a lot of credit. Mentally, it's got to be tough to go through what you went through. But this is a season where a lot of guys have been beat up. How are you feeling physically? Oh, I feel perfectly fine. Like, I, uh, so you think it's helping that you miss some time of the season? I think partly, but then also I stay on top of my diet. I make sure my workout routine stays the same and I'm very uh, particular about how I take care of my body. So um, I'll be good down the stretch. Joined by Joe Bamiso following the homecoming victory over the St. Joseph Hawks. Comes off the bench. Leads the team in scoring for VCU homecoming night. Who would you say is the emotional leader of this team? Um, I think it's a balance between guys. It's probably something between, like, uh, Zeb, Sean, Toby, and I. We all do a lot of talking. We all make sure everyone's staying up. Um, We don't put it on one guy to always uh, have to handle that. We try to balance it between us four. I don't know if you talked about this before, but when you come in, your kind of your role is just just to score. I mean, how would you disgu- de- define it? Um, my role is to play basketball, but <laughs> like the way I play basketball, I'm so uh, I, I just look to score. So uh, you know, it's difficult for other teams to you know defend that. And you know, some sometimes the ball goes in, sometimes it doesn't. I, I just try not to live and die by the misses or the makes. I just try to move on to the next possession. How do you feel about when people say you should be up there for sixth man of the year? I think it's pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, and I think more than anything, I'm just so happy to be on a team where we're winning games and I can be a part of that. And I just want to, most importantly, end the season winning games and that'll take care of anything else that happens. We've seen this lineup used a lot now where it's four guards, basically. Sholga and Barristow, obviously. You and Zeb or you and Jason Nelson with a big man down low. How does that make the offense easier? It makes it easier because there's so much space. Um, I think depending on the lineup, you have maybe two or three guys who are shooting a really good clip from three. Um, and then on top of that, like if guys help in or sink, either Toby's getting a dunk or the backside you know, gets rewarded with a three-point attempt. So uh, it's a really hard uh, lineup to match up against. And when we're clicking, it's, it's pretty unstoppable. Rams erase a halftime deficit, come back and win. What do you think was the difference in the game? Um, just staying consistent. Uh, I think we, at halftime, we really just, like, um, realigned ourselves on what the game plan was and stayed confident, and that was why we won. Congratulations on a great game. Thank you so much. That was VCU guard Joe Bamisil, who came off the bench to lead the team with 16 points, part of a bench unit uh, that has been terrific this season. It feels like every single game you can point to the bench being a difference maker. Behind Lawall and Bamisil, VCU's bench outscored St. Joe's 39-10. to He's such a good kid, Joe Bamis. Glad I, I was able to chat with him, and I'm so happy he's been allowed to play this season. I did just see, wanted to mention, Toby Lawall, did get a plug on SportsCenter for his dunk. They had the call. They said he could have dunked that on a 12-foot rim. It was fantastic. Once again, though, it felt like the four-guard lineup was the difference in the game. This time, though, instead of Zeb Jackson, it was Jason Nelson who went one of one from three, had a couple assists. Max Scholga, Joe Bamisil, Sean Barristow, and Toby Lawaz. If ECU starts one of ten from behind the three-point line in the first half, good looks, though. 
And Joe mentioned that. They had good looks inside the flow of the offense. They adjusted defensively and stuck with the game plan on the offensive end as the Rams would surge to victory behind 7 of 12 from the three-point line. That's 58.3% in the second half. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Capitol Ale House here in Innsbruck. Tonight is the return of Burger Night. Every Monday at Capitol Ale House from 3 p.m. to close, you can get a cheeseburger for just $2.95 or at bacon and beer cheese like I do for just $3.95. It's the best deal here in town. Burger Night returns better than ever. Mondays at Capitol Ale House, any of their three locations with me here in Innsbruck, downtown, or in Midlothian. And the biggest sports story of the weekend was by far the court storming drama at Wake Forest. And I've got to take on that. We'll break it down at 1.30. But I thought the biggest story on 910 The Fan this weekend was our appearance out in Glen Allen at the grand opening of the PGA Tour Superstore. Stubb and I were out there from 10 to noon with a tent and a table, and there was a line of people there for the grand opening. It felt like 3,000 people or more came in and left the store. Everybody's walking out with all these big bags and you know a new golf club or a new golf shirt or a golf hat. It was just awesome. And then when I went in there, I was blown away by everything. I mean, the store has it all for golf fans, but not just golf fans. Like, there was pickleball gear. There was tennis rackets. There were tennis balls. I will be back for sure. Stubb, what did you think of the appearance, man? I thought it was great. I mean, I don't I don't know anything about golf. Uh, this made me kind of <laughs> want to. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about golf all the time now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, maybe we'll get you a deal with Top Golf or something Ooh, so you can get out great. there and drive <laughs> on the range. But uh, I do need to get to some of the things from the appearance. Number one, we have to talk about Stubbs terrible mismatch outfit. Stubb, <laughs> you know I love you, but I can't believe you came dressed like that to an appearance. Why don't you try to describe it to the audience? What went through your head when you chose to dress like a child? I didn't dress like a child. I put okay. on my khakis. I put yep. on my Virginia Tech t-shirt. All right, hold t-shirt. on. Let's talk about the. Those are the most dad khakis I've ever seen. I've never seen khakis <laughs> that were that dark, right? They, it kind of yeah, looked yeah. like you had just gotten off of a construction job in those khakis. Well, maybe I did, but I, 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 this is what I own. This is what I got from Christmas uh, okay. from my mom, and I put them on, and then I put on my T-shirt. Oh, those were that's those were mommy's khakis. Exactly. I, now it now it yes. makes sense. Okay, yes. straight out All of right. the Christmas right. box. What about the ugly boots that you wore? I couldn't I believe I that boots. you wore I those the boots. same shoes every single day. These aren't boots. These are these are hiking shoes. They're hiking yeah. tennis shoes, yeah. and I wear you them every single day. You wore hiking shoes to to an appearance, man. Come on now, I have don't a little own bit of swag stuff. Shoes. <laughs> This All right. Well, you know what? Got. Put that on. That I think we might have a bit here brewing where we need to bring in a swag expert to revamp your appearance and and fill your closet with something cool. I was I was embarrassed to stand next to you, Stubb, and we haven't even talked about above your waist what you were wearing. That was the worst part. I'm all in on a swag expert here. Uh, I can okay. use it. I, I don't yep. particularly care about my appearance. Uh, I suppose yeah. you think that I can seems tell obvious. the way you don't comb your hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm never going to comb my hair. The natural curls are all I need. <laughs> all right, uh, you know what? that's a that's a good. I like the confidence. Yeah, there. Right, I don't, don't want to straighten them out. What'd you wear great. up top? <laughs> I had my Virginia Tech T-shirt and then a green plaid flannel. Yes, so it was a not just any Virginia Tech T-shirt. It was a bright orange, bright orange, and burgundy or bright orange and maroon just ver- orange. Virginia Tech. Just orange. It wasn't the, the letters The letters uh, were white. Maroon? 
Okay, the letters were yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. It was the brightest orange ever, and it just clashed completely <laughs> with the blue and gray flannel that you wore on top. But I, I, I said to you, Stub, I said, Stub, <laughs> I love you, man. I can't believe you're wearing this. I said, why would you choose to wear that flannel? And you straight up said, it's my favorite flannel. <laughs> okay, well, because, because you wanted to look comfortable. And here's what I'm going to say, all right? Uh, Stub, I love you. I love you. But if we ever go to an appearance together, please dress better. Because here's the thing. <laughs> you're representing my show, and you're also representing the station. And I don't want my show being known as the sloppiest show on radio. That That's for sloppy. me to screw up. And I will screw it up left <laughs> and right. But you have to do your job, show up, and look good. Comb okay. your hair every once in a I'm while. Not let's my wear hair. let's wear matching <laughs> items, right? Let's let's go with all black or all gray or all white, but you can't do orange and green. I, I just what are you doing here? <laughs> I did think that I had a black sweatshirt in my car that I was gonna per- okay. put on. I did not. Uh, I didn't want to go back <laughs> into my house and find it, so oh, I just so, kind of so went you, with uh, it. So, so you, when you got in the car, you knew you didn't look good. I, I wouldn't say that. I just knew I was going to be a bit chilly and maybe wasn't okay. uh, dressed to what I'd assumed I would be dressed as. Uh, I'm never combing my hair. Uh, you're not going to get okay. me to do that. I, I can I can maybe wear like a polo if it really comes down to it, but uh, combing, no. Really? We can't get uh, you to nope. comb your hair because your hair is is wacky. It's all over the place. It does numbers, though. <laughs> What is that? They, mean? The ladies <laughs> love the hair, Adam. All right, if they, you know what, uh, I haven't met any of your girlfriends. I haven't met any of your exes, so I'll take your word on it. Well, remember, uh, but, one day Cat Simons came in and told us that we should keep growing out our hair and keep it curly. So that's one. Yes, Cat Simons. But approval. she didn't. She didn't say to you know have it be messy with split no, ends she did. everywhere. She did. Come on. <laughs> All right, I want to get back to the khakis for a second because those were mommy's khakis. I'm wearing so them I right feel now. Bad. Uh, well, I feel bad for talking about them, but I, uh, they were so, like, big at the waist, but then also kind of like high-water khakis. Like, I just kind of felt like you came straight out of the chess club to the appearance <laughs> at the PGA Superstore. You couldn't have looked more out of place. Because that's the thing about the PGA Superstore is so great, is it makes golfers look like they've got great swag. Right? You could be that's 70 true. years old. You come out of the PGA Superstore, you're going to look like freaking Tiger Woods or Brooke Kepka. But Stubb was standing outside of the place looking like Tiger Woods' kid or something. I mean, well, maybe, you, just, you just didn't look right, man. It might have maybe been so big at the waist because I'm losing so much weight from working out now. Maybe oh, I need that's new, a good bet. Yeah, because I've been grinding. Maybe I need to get my like new skinnier pants. I just, I, I would like, look, there's a chance that we work Nutsy's block party together this weekend. It's March 2nd. It's going to be a ton of fun. They sell gro- uh, opening day tickets and July 4th tickets, and the whole town comes to the Diamond. And if you're out there representing 910 The Fan and the AWOD radio show, I think we need to get you, we need to get you some swag because I just can't swag. have you out there. Like, I get you repping <laughs> Virginia Tech, but Gokies. maybe rep Virginia Tech with like a with like a black jacket or like orange or maroon and just match a little bit. Yeah, I do, I do have maroon flannels. That was on me. I yeah. probably could have coordinated that a bit better. Um, but I, I was tired. I definitely woke up that morning or earlier than I, I typically wake up. <laughs> I know. It's a good a bit, point. A bit it's groggy. Um, yep. But, you know, I, feel, I felt handsome, and that's really I mean, all that here- matters. <laughs> I know you take this job seriously Monday through Friday, but maybe take it a little <laughs> more seriously next time at the appearance. Also have to mention, Stubb introducing listeners to himself as Stubb was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Guy comes up and he goes, which one of you guys is AWOD? And I say, hey, I'm Adam. Nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. And, and Stubb goes, hey, I'm Stubb. And the guy goes, who? <laughs> and he said, uh, Stubb, like the producer. 
it was it was a great moment. Uh, one of the greatest moments in, in history. Um, I also I didn't get any swag. All right, that's uh, that's yeah, my complaint. List. All right, you can't go to an appearance and come home swagless. I, I don't know what I I miss the good old days of radio when I was working on the junkies. Swag bags would be dropped off weekly. We went and did a whole appearance at the PJ Superstore. It's, I mean, I, I would have been paid in gear. The gear is amazing. I want to go back and buy a couple T-shirts. They had a Nike shirt there that I thought about buying, and then I saw it was eighty dollars, and I'm like, yep, you know what? Uh, I'll need to get paid a few more times before I go get that. Cannot have an appearance and not get any free free gear. That's on the PJ Superstore. I'd like to go back though. I can't even get free VCU gear right now. It's what what is going on? Ooh. The power of radio used to be a big deal. <laughs> used to be people handing out free stuff. Oh, you're on the radio? Please wear my stuff. I guess they realize that we're not exactly seen quite often, so the swag isn't very visible to the uh yeah. to the listening audience. That's a good point. Uh, I did want to mention, loved meeting fans out there. One guy still called me the Prince of Pamplona. That was a bit from when I was living in Arlington. Another listener came up to us. And, Stubb, you remember this. He said, I listen to you guys. It was an older man. I listen to you guys before I golf and after I golf. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and then, uh, But you know what I loved is there was so much D.C. sports fans gear. Like was, every yeah. five minutes there was a guy walking by with a Caps hat, a Skins jersey, a Nats shirt. PGA Tour Superstore customers are really the perfect match for 910 The Fan. I want to work with them again. Stop. those are our people. Those, those are, are our yeah, people. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of Caps hats. I agree there. I kept noticing it. Every other person was wearing a Caps hat. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it felt like everyone there was either repping D.C. sports or a local university. Right, like I saw a few people repping Virginia Tech, UVA. I mean, those were our people. We need to go back and do a show live from outside the PGA Tour Superstore. Just need to get stubbed to dress a little better, and then I'm okay <laughs> with being around him. Uh, thanks to Brian and Purcell for stopping by. That was really cool. Both of them left empty-handed, so they'll be back as well. Uh, but I just here's the conclusion is that I could tell Stubb had zero golf game because he just looked <laughs> completely out of place in the store. I saw you pick up one club, and I was like, what are you holding it by the bottom for? <laughs> like, what, Stubb? <laughs> I'm really going to putt Oh, boy. Get me out on the yeah, putt well, course. I'm ready to go. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll take you up for that, and I'll challenge you. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Thanks to the good folks at the PGA Tour Superstar for hosting us out at the grand opening of the Glen Allen Store. You're listening to AWOD on The Fan.